This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, you can check us out on Twitch, you can check us out on Odyssey stations everywhere, is our guy, James Young. Coach James Young, sports grid basketball analyst. Coach, how you doing, sir? Thanks for joining the show. Good evening, fellas, young lady. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers. It's good to be on with you guys with a couple of good basketball games on tonight. Coach, how do you how do you think um, this Boston-Milwaukee game is going to play out tonight? The series is 2-1. Milwaukee leads, of course. A lot of flopping. Everybody's on the ground every time I look up. But so far, how do you think they've Boston has kind of done a job of trying to keep Giannis in front of them and then vice versa, how Milwaukee's trying to improve uh, with their role players as well as they're up 25-18 to here? You know, what What Boston's doing is they're building that famous, I call it the Miami Wall, which the Heat used a couple of years ago against Giannis. Kind of build that wall cue at the foul line to make, um, you know, Giannis shoot from the perimeter and not allow him to have space to get that Euro step. So what you're seeing is some switching and some flopping. Both sides, it's worked. Obviously, Marcus Smart just got it off at the foul on Giannis. Play before, you had a little bit of a push-off uh, by Jalen uh, from Jason Tatum, which got him his second foul. So uh, really got to watch here for Boston that this game doesn't get away from them. With two fouls, you know, already down Robert Williams not playing tonight. So this is one of these games that if you are, um, if you're Boston, you can't let this game get away from you where it's, you know, it's 25-20 early second quarter. You know, we were talking, Coach, about just Robert Williams and this injury um, how do you think him being out with the, I want to say, that knee injury kind of resurfacing again, how does that change the matchups and how, you know, Milwaukee wants to play and how Boston wants to play? You know, Tristan, I, I don't know if it changes it too much. Because if you really look at it, the lineup that Boston's been liking to use is Grant Williams are playing Al Horford at mm-hmm. the five mm-hmm. um, because they need that for Giannis. And then they can bring Daniel Thice off the bench, experienced guy who knows the system. So, Robert Williams was starting to play better. You know, his points prop was actually pretty low. I liked it. It was only seven and a half. He had gone over the last two games. But all it does is it makes the importance of, of both Horford, who's off to a good start, and Grant Williams. you got to watch Grant Williams, particularly with his three-point shot, because of the way um, they kind of sink their bigs into the lane, Milwaukee. So Grant Williams is going to have uh, opportunity to shoot three as will Daniel Thice. Coach, I want to skip around here because I know we got Memphis and Golden State at 10, but I want people to be able to pick, uh, hear the information that you have regarding the games that are coming up tomorrow. To add some shelf life to our conversation with you, the 70, or not the 70 series, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Phoenix Suns tomorrow. That's at 10 o'clock. And I didn't think we'd be here, but the series is tied at two as Dallas 
Um, they, they've strung together two good wins and also defending Chris Paul. Chris Paul uh, has had two very bad games. Lucas been stepping up in the others. Of course, your role players play better at home, but now Phoenix gets to take this thing back to their crib. What do you think Dallas has done to to kind of mitigate what Phoenix does so well and has done so well all year long? And how do you see this series playing out, especially starting with Game 5 here tomorrow? Well, one thing I'm, I'm seeing here is I'm seeing, you know, almost Phoenix – kind of rushing into their offense, um, not really being patient. And you kind of lose that when Chris Paul is out of the game. So Mm -hmm. him getting in foul trouble becomes really important um, for Dallas because it kind of mitigates what Phoenix can do offensively. Now, with Phoenix, they have to get the ball to DeAndre Ayton. You know, when they got switches and they got Maxi Kleber or Luka guarding, they have to get him the ball. There's actually talk in Arizona Republic that I saw how they even mentioned – that they got to get the ball into, you know, DeAndre Ayton, where I think that's their best basketball is going through him, which closes the lane and then opens up for shooters. Now, in regards to to what they need to do defensively, Phoenix Q, I I really think the one thing they have to do, to be honest with you, is this may sound crazy. I think they're put off just letting Luka go off. Yeah. Like, just let let him get it. (laughs) Let him get his 35-40. Because if you look at it, guys, the first two games, what happened? He got his, it didn't matter. They lost by 15, 20 points. Mm -hmm. But when you allow your role guys to get going and looking at you 25 or so, that's a problem. So as a coach, you always want to say to yourself, okay, we got one or two choices. Either we let the main guy go off and we shut everybody else down, or we just, you know, lock in and and not let the main guy dictate. But because Luca has the ball in his hands so much, I think the best play for them, honestly, is let him score, surround the shooters, don't let guys like Finney Smith, you know, and stuff like that get shot, Kleber get shots off, Brunson, and then just beat them down defensively with your size with the big boy DeAndre Ayton. Coach, things have shifted rather quickly in the Sixers Heat series now that Embiid is back. Obviously, there's been some gamesmanship because they called – uh, and beat out pretty much all the way until tip-off, and then he ends up coming back. Now, obviously, the Sixers end up being fine for that. A lot of things have changed since then. Uh, here was a stat that I wanted to tell you just to kind of get your thoughts. Sixers were 13 for seven, 17 in the last six seconds of the shot clock in Game 4 uh, and 6 for 8 from 3, basically just going down to the wire, throwing up a prayer, and the prayer goes in. Um, Duncan Robinson overall been sort of inexplicably missing except for last game. Like, How would you assess what Eric Spolstra is going to do other than the fact that they're just back home in Miami and they shoot better? You know, one thing, yes, they're going to shoot better because you always shoot better when you're in your home gym. Just look at what Dallas did, you know, the last couple of games. And even a guy like Danny Green, how he shot the last two games. But if, if I'm Spolster, I do give Duncan Robinson a little bit of a look. You're not knocking down three-point shots. And if you're not yeah. getting it out of Struess, then maybe give Duncan Robinson a look. A guy that won't get out of his, you know, do too many things defensively wrong. He's just not a great defender. I guess the thing is, is if you're Miami, you also got to think about the. Are you getting the good Tyler Hero, or are you getting the yeah. bad Tyler Hero? Because what is happening is, is, it's almost like 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 picking something. Like they are picking on Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. They're getting him in matchups, and they're going at him time after time after time. So if you're Eric Spolster, at what point do you say, all right, if you're not giving me what I need offensively, even if you give me 15. 
If you're costing me 20, you're a minus five. So to me, if he's not giving you what you need offensively and he's getting buried defensively, then maybe you take him out. So in a prop market, look at a guy who's starting to come on a little bit. Look at Victor Oladipo. Mm. His numbers, push props are pretty low. I think it's about 6, 7 and a half. He's playing better. He's starting to get his stride after not playing most of the last two years. Maybe look at Oladipo along with Duncan Robinson, maybe to get a little bit more burn, a little bit more shot opportunities. Just to follow up on that, Coach, do you think there's a possibility we'll just see Gabe Vincent getting more run because of his defensive abilities, Tyler Hero come out and Duncan come in? Yes, I could see that. And, I, and I, you know what I would also do? For, is I would honestly, I hate to say this because he's been such a, a great player. Kyle's what is Kyle go. Lowry giving he's go. What is he? He's giving you nothing. So you've got to get him out of there. So I wonder if that's going to be something that they look at is getting him out because um, he's really not helping him because he can't move with an answering defensively and then offensively he's been almost non-existent. So if you keep, if you see those points props of um, Kyle Lowry at about 10 and a half, honestly, fade it. Nice. I don't even think he gets the double digits. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Coach, I'm I'm with you. Uh, Kyle Lowry has been unbearable to watch, and it also kind of makes me a little jealous seeing his contract on display every time I pull up a, a website to see how much money he's going to be making over the next three years. We're joined now by Coach James Young of SportsGrid. He is a excellent basketball analyst, just picking his brains about all things NBA postseason. John Morant, doubtful tonight, Coach. Spread is 9.5. Golden State looking to go ahead and, and just run the score up on this thing. How do, how do you see, because I feel like a lot of people are kind of disrespecting Memphis because we forget that they played really well without John Morant for a, a large portion of the regular season. Now, this is not the regular season, but how do you think this game goes between these two teams tonight? Because I feel like Memphis has a shot if they play really good basketball and that they, it's not like they haven't played with him without him before, but I don't know. Golden State seems like a team that's really focusing on getting this thing done and going ahead and getting towards the uh, Western Conference uh, Finals. You know, when I think it's curious, I, I could see a couple of things. I could see Memphis honestly winning this game. I could also see them getting blown out. Yeah. Like, you, you know, it's one of these things where it's so hard to get a lean either way. Yeah. So the way I'm going to play, I'm going to play to the over. I think this game is going to have points. Um, I think it's going to have a lot of points. And, you know, the way you look at it is, you know, Memphis is going to do what Memphis does. And I think sometimes, guys, when you – and it, it happened with them being 25. I don't really count the last three games, but maybe 20-2 and two down the stretch without Ja. Um, they become so much harder to guard that way when you have a guy um, like Tyus Jones, who I think is mm-hmm. the best backup guard in the NBA, should get himself a starting job somewhere next year. 
I would look at the, the, the Grizzlies team total over 105 and a half. Gone over in the last six games. 18 out of the last 21 games without John Morant, they've gone over 105 and a half. Mm. So I think they're going to score. So if you think they're going to score, then you think it's going to score the other way because Golden State's really good in their building. I would go to the over with that game. And then a couple of guys to look at. One, Desmond Bain's got to step up. You know, he's had the back issues. That four days off between games two and games three, he did look better. He does look to score a little bit more without uh, Josh. I would look at props involving Desmond Bain over 18 and a half points. If you want to look at his three-point prop, that's another way to kind of look at it, see if he gets going because they're going to need it. And then I would honestly go Tyus Jones over six and a half assists. I think Tyus is a fantastic passer. He's not going to drive to look to create his shot. He's going to drive to look for other people. So take a look at those guys. And the guy I'm really loving, and obviously, you know, we could talk about what he did. Uh, Poole, I like his over points prop of 20 and a half. Mm. Um, 22.9 during the playoffs. I think at times he's been the most consistent playoff player. And when he gets 30 minutes or more, he's gone over 20 and a half, 18 out of his last 23 games and missed two of them by the hook.